Well, hello, God bless. Welcome back again to another Wednesday Night Live with the Ministry of A Love Outreach. As you can see on the screen, my name is Dave Nelson. Um, we are doing this um, Wednesday Night Live. is very informal, kind of different than what I normally do. Let me get this up on the screen here real quick. Um, it's really just a time for chat and discussion and I will do some Bible reading and uh, prayer time, things like that. But um, if you have prayer requests, you can submit them on a show like this. Um, and for those of you that are just seeing the recorded version of this, um, or you are listening to just the audio on one of the many um, podcast platforms that we're on. Um, you can also contact us with any questions or if you need any counseling, things like that, we can help you with. Um, it's free counseling uh, and it's Bible-based counseling. So if you have any questions, you're going through some things in your life, you can email us at aloveoutreach at gmail.com and I will get that email one way or another. And... Um, We'll answer any questions that you have, or and uh, if you do happen to be watching live, um, you can let me know right now by uh, typing something in the comments. Or if you're watching live and you have a question, you can put those questions in the comments, and I should see them, whether you're on Facebook or whether you're on YouTube. Right now, those are the only two platforms that I'm streaming live on at the moment. Um, but you can type a question in and I, that should pop up and I'll see that. But also, if you don't have any questions and you are watching, you can just um, let us know where you're watching from. So we have been away uh, for the past few weeks, haven't done this Wednesday night live thing for, um, I don't know, three or four weeks. I don't know how many weeks. We've skipped over, I guess we've skipped over three weeks. We were out of town. We were took a trip back to West Virginia to see a new granddaughter and to dedicate her. We went to a church there in Pennsylvania to dedicate our new granddaughter to the Lord um, that she would grow up. We do not believe in, we do not do baptisms of babies. Um, we believe that baptism is preceded by repentance, you first repent and then be baptized. And a baby has no concept of being, uh, of their need to repent. So anyway, we did that with our daughter and her husband and their children. We uh, went there and we also took some time and went and visited um, a brother of mine in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. And just uh, kind of for a quick little day trip, spent some time there. And we ended that trip by going over to Holmes County, Ohio, and kind of uh, Berlin, that area, and uh, touring around the Amish country there and um, looking at furniture and eating good food while we were there. So again, like I said, if you're joining us here, let us know where you're watching from and you know, type a comment in. It's good to be back. Uh, it was good to travel, good to be away. As well, we were blessed with that trip, but uh, it's good to be back here once again. So, that being said, um, 
I'm going to go ahead and read some scriptures here. I am going to read from Matthew chapter 8. And I'm going to start reading in, I'm sorry, I'm in Luke chapter 8. And I'm going to start reading in verse 22. This is a familiar story. If you are a Bible student, you will find this, this will be a familiar story to you where, um, you know, the disciples, well, well, let me read it and we'll talk about it from there. So Matthew or Luke chapter 8, starting in verse 22, it says, now it happened on a certain day that he, speaking of Jesus here, he got into a boat with his disciples and he said to them, let us cross over to the other side of the lake and they launched out. I want to read through all the verses here that I'm going to cover and then we'll go back and talk about them. But as they sailed, he fell asleep and a windstorm came down on the lake and they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they, and they ceased, and there was a calm. But he said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid and marveled, saying to one another, Who can this be? For he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. So, Kevin Nelson, Sr., my brother, thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, I'm reading from Luke. was just discussing the fact that I visited you in uh, Gettysburg briefly. I was talking about our trip that we took recently. I don't think you were quite on with us at that time. But anyway, it was a good time. Good seeing you guys. Good seeing you here as well. Um, so now it happened, going back to verse 22, Luke chapter 8. Now it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat and his disciples, or excuse me, he, that now it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat with his disciples and he said to them, let us cross over to the other side of the lake and they launched out. So as we expound on this and as we think about it, and as we sit in a much different position today than his disciples did, I mean, they were living this. They were, you know, coming to know Jesus. They were, you know, Jesus was teaching them something new. They had grown up in a certain religion. They had grown up in Judaism. And, you know, that's what they knew. And now here Jesus was teaching them something else. So here Jesus is on the boat, with them, but he's telling them, let us cross over to the other side. And like I said, it's easy for me to say what I'm about to say from our vantage point today. But what I'm going to say here is Jesus said, let us cross over. So, you know, we just read through all these verses. So it was indeed going to be the case that they were going to cross over. They were going to get to the other side because Jesus said so. Right, But again, they're just learning about who Jesus is. And Jesus, as we see in verse um, 23, that he's asleep on the boat and there's this windstorm. And there's so much wind and the water's so choppy and it's so rough that the boat is filling with water and they're in jeopardy. So as I was thinking on this today, this, this verse, these verses here of scripture came to my mind earlier today as I was working and as I was driving my van. Um, 
But you just think about how we go through certain storms in life. And if you haven't been through one, well, there's one coming. And if you've been through 10, there might be more coming in our lives because we live in a world where we do have tribulation. We do have trials. We do have trouble. There is sickness. There is disease. There is, you know, you, you may lose your house. You may lose your job, lose your income. You know, not trying to be Mr. Uh, Downer here, Dave Downer, but, you know, these things happen in life. Now, there are also times when this boat of life that we're all on, you know, we're probably on individual boats as we're going through this life, right? But as we are, there are times when there's a lot of smooth sailing. And we've all had those periods of times in our lives as well, right? But the important thing for us to do is to obey the word of the Lord, to be people that seek the Lord, with all of our heart, make it a priority in our lives where we, we're putting, um, you know, the kingdom of God first in our lives. You know, that's the priority. The kingdom of God where Jesus is king, Jesus is Lord, you see, and that's what Jesus wants to be in our lives. He wants to be Lord of our lives. He wants to be king of our hearts. He wants to rule and to reign in our lives. And he wants us living a life where we're being obedient to him. So again, he's saying, let us cross over to the other side. So plain and simple, they're going to get to the other side. But again, I'm not putting these disciples down because we all know the feeling, right? We know what it's like when you're going through a storm. And, and it seems like, you know, you may even be crying out to the Lord and it may seem like he's asleep. He's not paying any attention, attention to what's going on, right? So here we see, and they came to him in verse 24, and it says, and awoke him saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was Calm. So, again, we go through things in life where we just feel like we're drowning sometimes. You know, maybe, again, maybe someone out there, you're listening and you've lost a loved one. You've lost a spouse or someone that you love, someone close to you. You've lost your job. Who knows? Many things that can happen in this world. And it feels like you're perishing. And all the emotions and all, the, everything that you're going through, it's such a heavy weight and it's such a struggle on your life. And you, you just can't figure out why. And you want to cry out to the Lord and it may seem like, again, like he's sleeping. But you see, he knows where you're going. Even if you don't have the faith, you know, like in verse 25, he said to them, where is your faith? You know, and that was not condemnation. Remember, in John 3, 17, it says that God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So when you're reading something like this, you've got to be really careful to read it in its proper context and read it with what we know about the Lord and who he really is. You know, that he came because of love. He came to save us. He came to give us a hope and a future, you know? So when he's saying, where is your faith? He's, you know, maybe he's somewhat rebuking them. We don't, we don't know how quite to read the tone here, but we all go through this, right? It says, and they were afraid and they marveled saying to one another, who can this be that, that he commands, or for he commands even the winds and the water and they obey him. So we know again today who this is. He is, God in the flesh. He is Emmanuel, right? 
God with us. That's what Emmanuel means, God with us. And he is with us, and he's in this boat as we're going through this life. And, and where are we going? We're going to the other side. If you've trusted in the Lord, and you've gotten into the boat with the Lord, where he's in the same boat with you, then you are headed someplace. You are headed to the other side. We read this, we read this in the physical sense here, what the disciples were going from one sea or one side to the other side, right? They were physically going someplace, but we have this and we know that Jesus, as he spoke to his disciples, said that the words that he spoke, the words that he speaks are spirit and they are life. Right, Just like when, you know, I'm kind of getting off track a little bit here, but there was a group of people, there was a large amount of people that were following Jesus. They were physically following Jesus around. But a time came, and you can read about it in John chapter 6, where Jesus spoke some words to them, and they said, these words are too hard. And they turned around and they stopped following him. And he talked about eating his flesh and drinking his blood. And then even his disciples came to him and said, what are you talking about, Lord? This is difficult. Uh, you know, what's this whole thing of eating your flesh and drinking your blood? And Jesus said to him, look, the words, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he's saying, look, the words that I speak to you are spirit. They're life. He comes to, to talk to us about our lives and through his word, which Hebrews calls a living word, an active word, sharper than any two-edged sword, it says, it cuts deep within us, right? We can read and we take a, a spiritual meaning out of this that we can apply to our lives because none of us are physically in a boat right now with Jesus. So, and I'm speaking as, I, as I'm expounding on these scriptures, I'm speaking in the spiritual sense, right? You know, ab about this as well, right? So they say we're perishing. I'm going under, I'm going down. How am I going to get this, get through this? But you're going to the other side. And again, Jesus is with you. He's in the boat. You're in the boat with him. You're going to the other side. In other words, we're going to get through this. And we're going to go to that place where we're going to be with him for all eternity. And remember, James, James tells us that this life is, is but a vapor. It appears for a short while and then it's gone. You know, and... And the life is rapidly going by. We are quickly headed to the other side. And the Lord wants us to be trusting in him. The Lord wants us to have faith. The Lord wants us to be resting in him. He was at peace. He was at rest. Yes, the sea was raging. It was the storm. The wind was blowing, you know, and it was very difficult set of circumstances. But Jesus is at rest and we can rest in Jesus when we put our faith in him and when we trust in him. So again, um, you know, let me uh, read here verse 25 again, but he said to them, where is your faith? And we can all just ask ourselves that question. Like we, we can evaluate ourselves. You know, the apostle Paul, he said that. He said, he, he encouraged us, his readers, and when he was writing to the Corinthians and us today as readers of the Bible, to examine ourselves as to whether we're in the faith. Where are we today as it relates to faith, you know, as it relates to that which is spiritual? 
you know, are we walking in faith or, you know, because the Bible tells us that we walk by faith and not by sight, you know, and I've talked in times past, uh, I don't know if it's been on a Wednesday night or what, but um, we walk by faith and, and not by sight. I'm looking at something here, I'm going to, that's crazy, I've got, <laughs> I've got that banner across the bottom twice. Um, I have no idea why. So, but watch this. There's one gone. Uh, got rid of it. Good. So I do partially know what I'm doing. But anyway, so we walk by faith and not by sight, you know, and that's what the Lord calls us to. Often it's so easy to be like a show me kind of person. If I don't see it, I don't believe it. Well, you're really never going to know the Lord and you're never going to know what the Lord has for you unless you become a person that walks by faith. And that's what he's saying here. Look, yeah, difficult times in life come, right? And he's at the end of verse 25 there says that the winds and the water obey him. Why don't we? It doesn't say that. I'm adding that, right? <laughs> Why don't we? Why don't we obey him? Why don't we fully trust in him? Why don't we rest in him? And uh, again, this is not condemnation, but this is just something we know that we can grow in, a place where we can grow to, where we can rest in the Lord. You know, um, you know we, Jesus said to take my yoke upon you for my burden is light, right? It's easy, right? That's where he wants our minds, right? And that yoke is, is just being joined together with Jesus, similar to being in the boat with Jesus as we're, you know, when you think of the old farmers in the ancient days and, and some farmers still do this today where they're working with oxen and stuff like that and they, they've got two of them yoked together, that wooden piece that's going over their neck is the yoke, right? And they're plowing their way, they're plowing that field. And, and here we're seeing, we're seeing a, a parable. If you, it's really not a parable. This is something that really happened. But we're seeing, you know, how we can be in a boat with the Lord. So we got to plow through this life. We got to get through the winds and the waves. We got to get through the storm until we get to the other side. But how do we do it? We don't do it by sight. We do it by faith. So we need to grow in our faith. And you know, here's, the, here's kind of the bad news about, about growing in faith. It, it often comes through trials. It often comes through hard times where our faith gets increased because we plow through. We stay yoked together with the Lord. We stay in the boat with the Lord. And we say, Lord, you said that we're gonna get to the other side. That's what he says in verse 22 of this, right? Let's, let us go, let us cross over to the other side. So we're going to cross over. We're going to get through. We're going to be able to plow through this. And if there's anything that's going on in your life that, that we can help you with, that we can pray for you about, reach out to us again. You can do it via email, a love outreach um, at gmail.com. You can contact us this way. And I really want to encourage you too to check out 
you know, our other teachings that are on YouTube. Um, and uh, if you get a moment to help us out in this way by liking and subscribing to our channel, you help us to promote the gospel and get the word out there and sharing it with others. But we will continue to be posting on YouTube. Um, I'm planning on, you know, I'm kind of committing myself to it here. Uh, in the next couple hours, and, uh, you know, some of you people like East Coasters will be in bed, but in a couple hours, I'm, I, I'm kind of been since I've been traveling and things like that, I've been a little bit behind on some of my teachings, but I want to record Proverbs chapter two, and I'm just going to do that live tonight as well after we end here. Uh, well, actually, we're going to make a grocery store run, and then after that, I'm going to come back and record uh, Proverbs chapter two live as well. So not really seeing any comments. Let me just check my email. I'm not seeing any questions. And again, that's kind of what I keep this Wednesday night live thing about. Love to put the word of God out there like we do. I'm always going to do that and just about everything that I do. But uh, yeah, I don't see any emails coming in or any questions coming in. So we'll keep it short, little devotional tonight. Read that for yourself. Um, go ahead and uh, read Luke chapter 8 for yourself. And that's where I read from tonight. And uh, I really encourage you to begin to um, set up a pattern in your life of reading the Bible. Uh, my sister-in-law's on here, Becky, from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and she's saying Hope Penny is feeling better. Um, that's good. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, you can pray for my wife, Penny, in regards to something she's been battling with all year since uh, January. Um, and it's like chronic hives. And um, she's had a real bad bout with it here recently and uh, still kind of struggling with it here tonight to answer your question, Becky. So, um, yep, definitely keep her in your prayers for that as well. So, and I will go ahead and um, end tonight in prayer, but I'm going to kind of, you know, I there was something that you know, a couple weeks ago, do you remember somebody asking a question a couple of weeks ago, um, or a few weeks ago on a Wednesday Night Live, and I had already kind of turned off the show and the question came through, um, and, I, and I said I was going to address that tonight, and I was talking... Oh yeah, what if you didn't have good parents was the question. Because we talked, I think, I don't remember what we talked about exactly, but I think I talked about, you know, honoring your mother and father and, uh, you know, you can get wisdom from your parents and guidance from your parents and all of that kind of stuff. And the question came through kind of after I had already turned off here because like I said, there's a delay between what I'm doing and what you're seeing. There's probably a 30 second delay. Um, but the question that came through was about that. And, uh, you know, I do talk about that when I go through the book of Proverbs, because when you see in the book of Proverbs, you have King Solomon who's writing to his son. That's what, you know, a large majority of the Proverbs were all about. King Solomon writing something to his son. And he was a good father that was passing on wisdom. But yes, in our day and age and you know, and, and not just our day and age, it's been this way for a long time. Some people don't have good parents in their lives that give them good guidance. Maybe they have good parents, but maybe the parents just didn't give them any spiritual guidance, any direction or anything like that in their life. And the way that I answer that question is 
Thanks be to God that we have a heavenly father who does care. He does care about our lives and he is the one that we are to make, you know, our focus anyway. I mean, you know, we're to, uh, like I said, we're to honor our parents like the Bible tells us, but not above our heavenly father. You know, he is above all else. He is God. He is in control. He knows all and he sees all and you can cry out to him. That's my answer for that. You know, and not only can we cry out to him, I love to always remind people that he has called out to us and he is reaching out to us today by his spirit and through the writings that are in the Bible. We have all these people. Well, first of all, we have God in the flesh, Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus came to the earth to dwell amongst us. He set up disciples. He called people to come unto him and he told them to go out and replicate what he did and what, you know, what they taught. And that's why I do what I do all these couple thousand years later, right? There's still somebody like me out here doing this, but we have guidance and we have direction directly from the heavenly father right here in the Bible, which again is why I point you to it. So yes, it is true that we, that, you know, and, and uh, I don't mean to kind of shine over this or brush by it too quick because I know that there are people that go through life with abusive parents. They go through life with all, all different kinds of struggles in regards to their parents, but God heals us. God heals our hearts. He puts us in the right direction. He puts forgiveness in our hearts to where we can press on. But the key, and the same, the same answer is true for whether somebody had a parent or not, right? We need to fix our eyes on the Lord. We need to seek first the kingdom of God. In other words, first meaning make that your priority that we're seeking the Lord, okay? And that ties in kind of switching right back into what we talked about tonight, you know? Yes, we're in this boat. And yes, we're going through this life. And sometimes there's long periods of smooth sailing. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, with the things that I've been through in life, I feel super blessed to have had a lot of time in this life of smooth sailing. Yes, I've been through trials and we all do, right? We go through things and who knows what lies ahead? Who knows what it is? I don't know. But whatever it is, right, we have to trust that who's in the boat with us. And he says to us, where is your faith? And that's kind of the, where I'll leave this talk tonight. Where is your faith tonight? Where is it? And uh, I'll look right back at myself. Where is my faith tonight? Where are we? You know, is, is there room for growth? There is for all of us. And there always will be until we reach the other side. And that's where we're going. And that's what this story is about tonight, crossing over, going to the other side. So I've delayed here and I'll go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you again that you have not left us comfortless. You have not left us alone. You have given us your spirit who indwells us. You have given us the Holy Bible, your word that teaches us, that instructs us in righteousness and it corrects us where necessary and rebukes us when necessary. It's a living word, and we thank you, Lord, that you have given us that, Lord, because we do walk by faith and not by sight. 
if we're trusting in you, if we're fixing our eyes on you, and we realize that we're going to the other side, we're just passing through, we're just going through the waters of this life, and you are with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort us. You are our shepherd. You are our king. You are the Lord. And we acknowledge you tonight. And I pray for those that will come upon this audio version of this or this video that's been recorded here. And I pray that their hearts would be touched, that they would turn unto you and that they would fix their eyes on you as the author and the finisher of their faith. And Lord, I even take this moment now to lift up before you my wife, Lord, and what she's struggling with, with these hives, Lord, that you will give her wisdom to do what she needs to do from the physical standpoint, Lord, that you would give her the strength that she needs to go through it, Lord. And we pray for anyone else out there, Lord, that is struggling with a sickness or a disease, you know, whatever the case may be, Lord, we just pray for them, Lord, and whatever they're going through, that your will be done in their lives, Lord. So we thank you again for this time together. In Jesus' name, amen. So thanks again. Um, have a good night, Kevin and Becky. Thank you for joining us. And uh, the others of you that are on there that I can see are on here, but I can't, don't know who you are without the comments. Um, but thank you for watching. Hold on, my wife's saying something. What's that? No, just that there's a 30-second delay, so make sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't, but hey, Isaac um, from Oregon, just popped your name up there. Hopefully you've been watching. We're signing off now. Looks like maybe you just came in though. Oh yeah, you did. You said, sorry, you were late. Yeah, you were really late. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but we'll talk to you. Um, drop me an email again if you have any questions or anything we can help you with. Love to find out where you are and what you're going through at this point in your life, if there's anything we can pray for you about or help you with. Again, like I mentioned, um, I'm gonna come back on live uh, here in a little while and, um, and uh, do Proverbs chapter two, kind of talk our way through that. So if you're awake and you're around, um, go ahead and join us for that. Proverbs chapter two, uh, probably be in an hour or so before I get to it though. Um, but God bless. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, whichever the case may be. And we will see you next time. Hopefully, Lord willing, we'll be back again next Wednesday night. Take care.